Morgan. Rowing away. <laughs> it's Troy. What's going on here? Just a whole lot of celebrity. Cosmer Blood. Hello, sweet peas. <laughs> Hello, my name is Miss Tiffany Morgan. And my name is Rowena Way. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Maple Tea. Where yes, is Tiffany? Watching... Well, I, I'm here, but it's uh, it's for some reason just a little delayed. Just... Okay, well, it's just me tonight. So, hi, my name is Rowena Way, and I'll be hosting What's the Maple Tea? The live broadcast podcast where we talk about RuPaul's Drag Race, Canada's Drag Race, definitely Canada's Drag Race, Drag Race Down Under, and everything Kingston Drag, because we are incorrigible. <laughs> incorrigible. Incorrigible. I don't know that word. I have to look it up. That's okay. It perfectly defines both of us. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, hey girl. girl hey. hey. It's so good to see you in... Uh, in goosh again. Gate geesh. Oh, well. Geesh. In geesh. <laughs> Not in goosh. So let me just look at the camera and pause here for five seconds, hoping that the camera will catch with me. But yeah, I went a little crazy with the nose contouring, but you can't even tell in this lighting. I um, So you're kind of all shades of pink and purple, and that blends with your background, which is our What's the Maple Tea poster, of course. Well, I was hoping that by making it not the video, things would stream a little bit better. But, uh, yeah, anyway. As anyway. long as the audio is perfect for our podcast, that's all we need. That's, that's all, all that matters. That's all that matters. It's so good to see you. I feel like I haven't gone to see you since last Tuesday. Oh, yes. she's gone. No, no, I have no idea. I, I paused. I paused. <laughs> that was a very big, big pregnant pause. I had no idea what you're talking about. So last Tuesday, we filmed Maple Tea. Exactly. Yeah, that was the only time I saw you last week, wasn't it? I know. It's very strange. We didn't talk. We didn't, we didn't call. I feel very rejected, very lonely. <laughs> well, I'm sorry that I... If, if I did anything to make you feel that way, I am sorry. Yes, um, yes. And in payment, I'm... in payment for being <laughs> sorry, you can go out and buy oh. a case of Queen of Wheat. Queen of Wheat? What, what is this Queen of Wheat that you speak of? Mm. Well, Queen of Wheat is the latest release by Spearhead Brewery. And on the can is yours truly, Rowena Way. I have uh, collaborated with Spearhead and the Canadian Centre for Gender and Sexual Diversity to release this beer. And 
uh, $4 from every case purchased will go to the Canadian Centre for Gender and Sexual Diversity to fund their education programming on queer issues and fighting queer stigma. So uh, go out and buy it. It's available now online. Spearheadbeer.com. Go get it. Everyone in Ontario can get it right now. Free delivery in Ontario if you use the code LOCKDOWN. Oh, look, there's oh, me. Oh, and there's, there's me. a promotional photo there. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's delicious, oh, if I must say so myself, but um, I'm literally drinking something with my face on it, so how could I hate it? Well, with your cartoon face. With my cartoon face. Um, Yes, Francois, it is available everywhere in Ontario. Uh, You can order it, and there's free delivery from spearheadbeer.com. And again, $4 from every case. So if you buy one beer that goes towards that $4, will be donated to the CCGSD in Ottawa. So go and buy some beer. Drink. Rowena says drink. Yes. Every time I look at your face, I want a drink. <laughs> and I mean, it probably looks this way because I'm drinking when I'm putting it on. <laughs> well, girl, I just want to take a moment. Uh, I'm looking at your outfit there. Is that is that a personal gown that you've made? Yes. So in honor of tonight's episode of Drag Race Down Under, which was the construction episode, I decided to wear... The first outfit that I ever made, which is actually made out of an old couch cover. (laughs) And by old, I mean like a month old and we used it like twice. But it's, yeah, it's made out of an old couch cover. Well, as as long as it kept, you know, uh, the bodily fluids from staining the couch before resale, that's great. Resale. This is called upcycling. Upcycling. Uh, Yeah. Also, yeah, this fabric you know. only cost me like $10 on Amazon. And that's cheaper than almost any fabric I've ever bur- purchased. So. That's insane. Yeah. Gosh. Where did it come from? <laughs> I'm sure it came from somewhere overseas. Probably. Yeah. I had a friend of mine um, who was uh, visiting um, Mumbai. And he was quite surprised at how cheap, uh, how inexpensive some of the fabrics were. All mm-hmm. his carry-on luggage was fabric. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's... Well, well, I know people who carry-on. do this. I know people who do this. They will travel just to buy fabric, just to buy uh, gowns, just to buy um, things that you can't get in Canada. Because sourcing fabric in Canada is actually really difficult. To Getting the specific types of fabric you want is quite difficult. Um, I've been looking for sequined leopard print. For the last, you still have not found it. If someone can direct me to an affordable sequin leopard print, I would like to know where that is. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, speaking of leopard print, I did see one, uh, a pair of uh, shorts on one of those uh, websites there. Um, oh my word. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try something else here quickly. Um when in doubt, the audience can just watch me drink Queen of Wheat all night long. Exactly, exactly. Can can you now see me moving my lips and stuff? I can. You just don't have a background. It's just green. Yeah, yeah. We just got rid of the middleman. <laughs> so all I'm right. so happy that we're both in drag tonight because I feel like it's been a while. 
Well, we got called out last week. Let's just be honest. Like, you know, uh, some Let's one of our fan honest. favorites. Let, one of our fan favorites were like, uh, what's going on with the boy drag? What's going on? I'm tired of it. Da, da, da. Uh, they mm-hmm. just called us out. They're like, you know, oh, you lazy ass bitches. And by the way, this podcast is explicit. So I feel the need to start swearing because I have marked it as explicit. Uh, so those lazy yes. ass bitches. Youngins they don't know, can't listen to it. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. And I'm like, okay, fine. I'm going to throw a little face on for you. So here you are, sweet peas. And uh, as I speak, I don't even think that person's watching right now. <laughs> I probably not. She probably got really bored last week because we weren't in drag and she gave up on the podcast. But you know what? The podcast is also available on audio. So if you don't like looking at us at all, just go listen to us. We're perfect for, you know, those car rides into oblivion. <laughs> the car rides you're not supposed to be taking right now. Yeah, but we'll car- be allowed to take soon. The car ride to the liquor store. This is perfect for yes. that. Um, yes, it's also perfect exactly. for drinking. <laughs> so every time I say sweet pea, you take a shot. Or and every, every time, time I throw away, shade at Tiffany. Yeah, take a shot. Take a shot. Yeah. Or every time that we say queen of wheat, take a shot. <laughs> Up until this point, that would not have made you drink very much. But from this point on, you'll probably be drinking a lot. So, Rowena, what? So, uh, first of all, yes. Oh, I forgot our our captions here. So, uh, again, I'm Tiffany Morgan, as you know. Uh, That's Rowena Way. And I am Rowena Way. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yes. Um, And so, Queen of Wheat, raising money for a great cause. But you're also raising money for other things as well. That I, think I you am. I am right now. I am also raising money for um, the HIV and AIDS Regional Services Kingston. So that's Harz Kingston. Um, I am fundraising through the uh, PWA Bike Rally, which I am participating in this year, and uh, that requires me to do uh, 315 kilometers of biking from Kingston to Montreal. Uh, so donate. My donation page is on my Facebook page, or you can go to my Instagram and click that link tree and you'll see my donation page there as well. well, well so here. donate $10, $20. Yeah. It's great. So Queen of Wheat, aka Rowena Way, uh, link tree slash Rowena Way. Wouldn't it be ironic if I was gluten intolerant? <laughs> Is there even any gluten in in a can of beer? <laughs> in a wheat beer, yes. This oh, is a wheat okay. beer, and therefore there is gluten. Well, I always thought gluten was a uh, was something that was produced when you were like kneading and stuff like that. I didn't think it was produced when it's fermenting in a barrel somewhere. Yeah, exactly. When Who people knows? are massaging you, they are not producing gluten. That's not how that works. Well, they're producing something, let me tell you. <laughs> yes, Liz, I agree. Give all your money to Rowena. Pride Month is in seven days. Six days? Six days. Rather than giving money to companies with Pride products, just give your money straight to the drag queens. Just just give it to us. We'll, we'll do fun things for Pride. It, <laughs> We'll do the fun things to celebrate Pride on our own. 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> Alcohol, queen of wheat. There we go. We can we can buy an entire case of that at the, the local LCBO. Um, uh, almost, not yet, but soon. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Yeah. So, anyways, back to the real point of this uh, podcast. We are currently going through Drag Race Down Under. Oh, do you have your notes? Are those your notes? Queens Is that what I'm seeing? Down Under. Our tuck is tight. Queens. So we. Yeah, yeah, those are my notes. Those are my notes. <laughs> we are four episodes into this latest series, and that's almost halfway. We're almost halfway through already. So, we have lost a couple amazing queens. Um, in the previous episode, we lost Coco Jumbo. Coco Jumbo! And tonight, we are talking about the most recent episode, which was the Construction Challenge. Oh, yes. Construction Challenges are fun. They're fun. They are putting outfits together from shit you find on the side of the road. So much fun. Not smelly at all. Uh, uh yeah, okay. <laughs> oh yes I, I, Hey, I love a construction challenge I've been watching a, a few more reality TV shows And one of them is The Great Sewing Bee Or something like that Whatever, British Sewing Bee And it's the fun what? to see people What? The Great Sewing Bee? The Great British Sewing Bee or something And people okay. who are amateur uh, uh, sewers Um are going through this reality challenge, kind of like Drag Race, but it's just really fun seeing the creations that they make because they do have a creativity challenge where they're reusing or doing something to completely from scratch. So it was really, it's really nice to, you know, see the, I, I love the creativity that people put into it. Like, I would never think to use, like, you know, a book that way <laughs> in a dress. So how would you feel if we stopped reviewing... How would you feel if we stopped reviewing Drag Race and started reviewing the Great British Sewing Bee instead? Well, I think I would totally be for it. (laughs) Okay. So next episode of uh, What's the Maple Tea is actually going to be about the Great British Sewing Bee. And uh, (laughs) Tiffany Morgan will be appearing in an outfit that she has made herself from garbage. Uh, Yes, it'll be called Ode Black Plastic Bag. And uh, it will just be a plastic bag because that's as much creativity as I have in that little pinky finger of mine. Um, and that's why her drag has not changed in 20 years. And that's it for Rowena Way. And now it's the Tiffany show. <laughs> if you're playing the What's the Maple Tea drinking game, that was shady. You should take a shot. 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 <laughs> so the this recent episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under... We saw the seven remaining drag queens um, have to do a construction challenge. Seven? Seven? Have three gone? Uh, I don't know anymore, because I think... Anita Wiglet... No. Yes, three went, and then... And at the very beginning of the episode, they wheel in the pit crew. And oh my god, the pit crew. Oh my god, yeah. I, yeah. I, when was it? Kitamine has some really nice one-liners in the show. And she's like, oh, mm-hmm. that... No, it was Wiglet. He was, that's right. She's like, oh, there's a lot of junk. 
and uh, and then there's that big old basket <laughs> or something like that. It yeah. was like, wow, that's fun. <laughs> so speaking of the pit crew, Drag Race España just released the photos of their pit crew. Wow. There are 12 of them. About and freaking they right. Are, they are Spanish perfection. I I don't know I don't know what a Spanish food is, but I want to eat them. Like like they're like all like uh Christian bronze Anderson gods kinda the underwear models just and stuff. Gorgeous. Yes, they're all underwear models. I'm sure a few of them have OnlyFans if you really want to find them. Oh well I mean okay. Yeah. <sighs> um so the pit crew wheeled in this giant dumpster full of shit. And Rue proceeds to explain that this week's challenge is a construction challenge. But before they can start, out pops Art Simone. (laughs) Art Simone. Art Simone's back. Art Simone. She's back. She's returning to the competition. How do you feel about this? I'm not happy. I, I, I know I was on the Art Simone like she was robbed. She was robbed. But... Uh, there was like she was suddenly brought back. Rue was like, "Oh, sometimes things they get thrown out need to have a second life, a second chance." And then out pops um, Art Simone, and it just it just feels it just there was no real lead up to it. There was no real like uh, justification. Like you know, whenever she does a save, whenever Rue does a save. There's like a I I can't part with you right now or 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 something mm-hmm. like that you know, um, but when it comes to this, it's like why are you bring like there was no reason to bring her back and why do we bring her back and not the other two? Well, I mean, Coco had just gone home, yeah. So it would have been weird to bring her back. Uh, I would argue that bringing back who went home first. It went, oh, sh- Ooh, what was her name? Uh, I don't even remember. Uh, I will have it as soon as my internet works here. <laughs> Anyone? Anyone? Clearly not memorable. No, no, no. She was memorable. She was the only, JoJo's a hoe. Oh, JoJo's a hoe. Yes. Yeah, she was the so only JoJo's indigenous. So JoJo's a hoe, but why did they not bring back JoJo? Why didn't they bring back JoJo, the only indigenous? Why didn't they bring it back Coco Jumbo, the only, like, person of color? Like, you know, and Coco Jumbo actually uh, tweeted, uh, she's like, oh, sure, give the white girl a second chance. <laughs> like, <laughs> So I'm not, I'm not going to justify, because I don't know the reason, but Art Simone definitely has the biggest following of any, literally of any of the queens on the show. And I think for ratings and for um, for viewership and not alienating a major portion of her audience uh, in Australia, I think that bringing Art Simone back was a very strategic choice. Um, also, I don't think we actually got to see Art Simone do anything. Well, I can only imagine the producers were wanting her back because, like, exactly what you said... Her massive uh, social following, which will, you know, equal ratings and stuff for them. But it may also have something to do with some of her planned looks um, 
as well. Who knows? Or it might. And or the producers if... do know all of the queen's looks in advance. So yeah, yeah. Or it's it's there's some sort of uh, antagonism, like because she oh. remember because Art Simone did in fact leave that note right, which yes. is, is a bit shady, a bit confrontational, a bit like you know, um, and that could have sparked the producers like, oh, we want to bring her back because she's going to add uh, fire <laughs> to the spicy paella. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Or shit show. The spicy paella. Yes, paella is delicious, and it is from Spain. Thank you, Francois. Um, I might go make myself paella for dinner because it's delicious. Um, And also, I love carbs. So, um, Art Simone's back. There are mixed feelings. Um, Mostly, people are just not happy to have her back because another queen is back in the competition. And to be completely honest, I would agree. If I was there and I was fighting to stay, I would not want some bitch that got sent home to come back. Especially not someone that I know is competition. Well, yeah, a lot of the girls in the one-on-ones did say that as well. They're like, Karen from Finance was like, what? We already sent her home and now we have to, like, she was a big competition before. Now she's going to be even extra competition. Yeah, Um, because now she's got a fire under her ass. Oh, does she ever? Does she ever? Yeah. So, they had to do the construction challenge this week. And there was no mini challenge. Also, I just want to say, I observed that in this episode, they cut out a lot of things that would usually have been in the episode. So, they cut out some of Rue talking at the the main stage. They cut out a lot of, like, these uh, clips and quips that they would have. Um, they cut out the video where Rue explains the challenge before Boy Rue walks in. They, oh, they cut out a lot. And I think TV. it's because there was... Yeah. I think it's because there's so much drama in this episode that the producers were like, what do we cut in order to show all this drama? Oh, and I agree with this comment. Tiffany looks a lot like Karen from Finance tonight. At least tonight. Or or Karen from Finance looks a lot like Tiffany, which is what was actually written. Cause well, I'm I am reading the original. it in reverse. I am the original! <laughs> uh, and that could explain why I find uh, Karen from Finance uh, slightly attractive. Oh. I think because, that Karen know, from Finance is very cute. It's a very cute face. Yeah. All right, moving on, because we don't talk about emotions here. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, and uh, I it, I did find it interesting um, that this make challenge, do they, so riddle me this, they had access to full-on uh, fabric, like, no, a, a, are you sure? Because they were yes. cutting big old stre- stretches of fabric, and I didn't see any no. fabric in that bin. They they were not given fabric. They were only given the materials in the bin. Some of the things in the bin had fabric parts to them, but they were not given fabric. Because some of those outfits were full full fabric, uh, so, uh, and like huge swaths of it. 
Um, and others, uh, it, it was there was lots of fabric underneath that then had things like pinned and glued to them and stuff like that. So I, um, I do not believe that they had fabric given to them, especially because Rue says you can use anything from this bin, your shoes and undergarments and jewels. Okay. And that's it. So now they may have been given fabric, but they did not tell us the audience. No, no, that's, that's what I mean. Um, I was like, did they actually get access to that? And then they were like, we don't want to see it. You can use it to construct. But there we go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Moving on. I mean, so. I don't think that uh, our resident lip sync assassin, assassin, Electroshock, would have chosen to make an outfit out of stuffed animals at first, had she been given fabric? Uh, well, she was given, like, the only, fa- like, her outfit was... Uh, the outfit time. she ended up wearing was made of ties. Yeah. But her original outfit plan was the kangaroo hunter, be- which she was going to have dead kangaroos all over her until Rue shot it down. Um, which is really nice to know that Electra can take notes and actually take that kind of like criticism and, and, and go with it. She went in a totally different direction from the conversation she had with Rue. And I think that was a really smart move on her part. Oh, agree. Uh, because like who would, who like for a fashion runway, dead kangaroos. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We've already seen what happens when you bring things that just dangle from your outfit, like Shangela and corn. It does not go well. And you get sent yeah. home. But, but dead kangaroos. Like, uh, yeah, you know, U.S. audiences, audiences in Europe, yeah, they would just be all up in arms and stuff I would like that. Say you that think it's, about that. I would say that dead kangaroos are in poor taste, but kangaroo meat tastes pretty good. <gasps> You you ate you ate uh, what kangaroo Joey's mama you ate Joey's mama <laughs> mm-hmm. yep kangaroo is quite delicious actually okay. so is camel camel's a little tougher but it's good um <laughs> so there was a fair amount of drama in the workroom during this episode and a lot of that was instigated by Rue herself of course. Rue, uh, why, why are you being a drama queen? Why are you being a drama queen, Rue? Mm-hmm. And one of those things was Rue asking Scarlett Adams what advice she would give to Electroshock. That is so shady. Uh, well, not, no, no, well... See, that question in itself is not, which I think Rue um, is safe from being actually like called out as shady because it was the decision of Scarlett Adams to throw <laughs> Electra under the bus. Uh, she could have just said, oh, maybe a few more kicks or something. Like she could have went played it safe and, and taken the high road and just been nice, but she didn't. You take the high road and I'll take the low road. Do, it's the path do, do, do. less taken. 
That's totally not the lyric that follows, but sure. I, I have no idea yes. what that lyric... But, uh, yeah, sorry, so Scarlet essentially throws Electra under the bus. And it was so much fun to watch. But those <laughs> other queens were not having it. They were... Uh, well, oh, Electra. no, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, was eating it up as she was dancing in circles. She was just, like, in her freaking element because, you know... Um, she's from the gutter. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I have less, I have less respect for, um, uh, Scarlett Adams and et cetera, et cetera, after this last episode, to be very honest. You know what? Um, if I had gotten that question from Rue and I had been asked to give a piece of advice to this queen who I thought was not doing well and I thought whose drag was not great, I mean, maybe I would have said it in a, nicer way but the whole point of that question we know that the whole point of that question was for her to throw shade at Electra, and so at least for tv ratings i would have done the same thing well yes she did exactly what reality tv has us you know wanting to see exactly she's throwing the shade if they're if they're if any of them slept with anyone's boyfriend god help us all <laughs> I was going to say, I, I'm a very nice person in real life, but people expect you to throw shade when you're in drag. It's one of those things. It's kind of like when you're on stage, they expect you to death drop. Some of us don't do it, but they expect well, it. I actually got told once at a show, I was like, you didn't death drop. Why didn't oh, you yes. death drop? I was like, I literally have bruised ribs. What would you like me to do? I th- yeah, I think that was one of my shows. That I- Wait, remember when we did in-person shows? Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, let's just hold hold your hold your tongue. We'll 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 do that someday, at some point in Ontario. Um, well, so yes, yes, reality TV has that. You you need some drama, but with with these, I don't even think they like. It was like uh, it's that big debate whether where it's shade versus um just being like almost like a bully sort of thing and i kind of was like okay that is mean in my mind some of that stuff was mean um especially coming from etc right at the beginning of the program where they come off stage they're taking their makeup off and uh you know um electra Electra said something that was like, okay, you've just opened the door for a comment. <laughs> but uh, she just went at it. She's like, you have no taste. Uh, just come to see me and I will tell you if it's good or not. Like, you know, I was just like, no, no, no. no Maybe no. a little uncalled for, but very true. Well, I, I, I'm rooting for Electra because oh, uh, if no, she can I'm make not. it, any 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 queen can. Please let Electra get to the top five. I'm sorry. <laughs> I see Electra going home next week or the week after. Well, I was watching some programming, oh. and they were well. They were suggesting that the production is trying to because throughout it, like throughout these episodes. It's kind of Electra versus Scarlet, mm-hmm. right? There's that narrative going on. Electra versus Scarlet, and Scarlet's little gang, you know, Electra, and uh, uh, sorry, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And Electra's kind of on her own sort of thing. Um, 
so you may see that that uh, kind of relationship throughout the season. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, so Rue had a nice walkthrough with everyone, essentially. And the uh, I think one of my highlights of that walkthrough was Katie Maine when she went to uh, talk about her ball look. And it's almost old now, but Rue asked her the classic question, how's your head? And to which she replied, no complaints, and then edited it to say, actually, no, there have been a lot of complaints. Too much teeth. And it goes to show that there are additional ways to answer this question. And I don't think that saying, like, I've had no complaints should be said ever again. I think that you should be saying something that's clever or funny and not just saying this old adage that's really run down by now. Sorry, was that a rant? I think that was a rant. I, I, I know. I'm like, where are you going with that? I'm like, I love ketamine. I, I Just the name and everything. Uh, no, no, her. that's what I'm saying is she went with it and w- did something d- different. And that's why I liked it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're really seeing a lot of, uh, of ketamine's kind of character, really. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to see a little bit more of it, of et cetera, et cetera, because she had her uh, talk about being non-binary. Which is which is a, a great conversation to be having uh, on a national program, um, and, uh, and yeah, she's just beautiful as well. But I still don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so speaking of not liking, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, let's talk about the runway looks. So, uh, who first? Who first? Well, let's start with etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. All right. So she made this purple uh, chiffon organza gown that was inspired by a sun goddess uh, and had a gorgeous wig. I love the wig. I want the wig. Um, But she had this weird like medallion on a stick. Staff, rod. What would you call it? Staff. Yeah, staff. Staff. Shaft. Standard? A standard? Is that a what standard. is that what you call those things? A, a pennant? No. Anyways, so she had a very simple look. It was it looked nice from the waist up. The hair, the makeup, the the sleeves, the bodice were all very nicely done. But I think I agreed with the judges that the waist down looked a little unfinished and kind of just there. I, I didn't like the look because um, it oh. just seemed it just seemed like a nightgown and it didn't necessarily seem like like anyway it, it, it I so when I'm thinking of the outfits I'm comparing them all together uh, you know not uh, not against anyone outside of this ep- uh, of this uh, season mm-hmm. uh, but looking at that compared to all the other outfits I was like I was like meh meh Meh. Meh. Um, and that's the one thing I, I think um, uh, I, I'm just going to interject here is that some of the comments um, is very clear that you're not just competing in this fashion 
challenge with just your contestants on stage. Mm -hmm. You're competing with all the other contestants. Yes, you're competing now with the history of Drag Race. You're not just competing with your your fellow season sisters. Which I I feel that that's just so wrong. (laughs) In so many ways. I would agree. But the issue is we have the same host and the same... uh, like co-judge for most of the series. So Drag Race, Drag Race uh, Down Under, Drag Race UK, Drag Race um, All-Stars, they're they're all judged by Rue and Michelle. And so they are constantly comparing the queens. And we've seen it in many other seasons to all of these other queens that we've had. And it's really not fair because every time they see a look, they're like, well... Someone else did it better. Someone else did it better. Well, and and they didn't even say who else did it better. Like the, I was watching other programs, and they're like, they're like, okay, so you know, someone did it before, but who and where? And there's like, you can't really find any references to it. Well, anywhere. that's because RuPaul like, does not know the names of the other <laughs> drag queens who have been on Drag Race. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. <laughs> um, All right. So that was et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Um, um, and I am also waiting for a drag king to be on Drag Race. And if they are asked, how's your head? Um, Liz, I hope that they come up with something very clever. <laughs> uh, oh so next gosh. up. So. You can choose if you'd like, but I was just going okay, to say Okay, okay. Well, let's let's go with the monstrosity that has been saved, uh, Art Simone. <laughs> Art Simone. So Art Simone had this Mary Antoinette-inspired um, little pink dress that, to be honest, was very simple. But it was simple and done well. Like, styled well. well. I th- I, I think I think the accessories like her hair mm-hmm. with the the headpiece like the castle to the, to the scars. Hair. Yeah, I I think that uh, sent her over. Uh, the makeup mm-hmm. was really uh, really fun too. Um, it, it yeah, it was kind of like they always say it's like a Marie Antoinette. It, it was kind of like a Rococo kind of mm-hmm. look. Um, uh, Rococo. You know, and and I, and and when I think of Rococo and drag, I think Australia, <laughs> because that's that's kind of like uh, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. She was kind of giving us what we are expecting. Uh, mm-hmm. Us North American audiences are expecting, and European audiences too are expecting of Australian drag, and and you saw that in that uh, that one outfit. So yeah. Um, yeah, my hat off to her. I thought it was a good outfit too. Yep, I would. Uh, I would sleep in that castle. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so neck <laughs> with with Bindi Air with Bindi <laughs> with Bindi Irwin. Yes, with Bindi Irwin and all of her creatures, her animal creatures, her animal friends, oh. just like Snow White. Um, oh. So next up. Um, was I mean Ketamine because I don't remember who was actually next on the runway so next up is Ketamine uh, and she made this look using the balls and what looked like Ikea bags 
um, and some tool. I don't know how she found tool. Um, hey, again, that goes to my original question. Are you sure they didn't have access to fabric? <laughs> so, who knows? Or unless it was one of her undergarments that she had already. Oh, maybe you she allowed had your own, your own mm-hmm. undergarments. So you could call that an undergarment, I suppose. True, true. So it was, uh, it was cute. I don't think it was great. I I liked it. But if there was any criticism for we've seen this look before, why did <laughs> why didn't it come up for this? Well, and also, I really don't like anything that reminds me of a McDonald's ball pit. <laughs> I, when I, I went back and watched it again, and the, it's literally, it was a, a sealed plastic bag of balls. And I was like, how is that even, that's not even refuse. No. <laughs> and it was just, that was just shipped in from China yesterday. <laughs> like, <laughs> A lot of these materials we've seen in other drag race seasons. For example, Maxi Shield, you had those uh, plastic drag bags. And they have been seen in almost every single season. Um uh, Lawrence Cheney used blue bags of the same material, uh, just different color, in order to make her superhero outfit in the most recent Drag Race UK season. And we've mm-hmm. seen countless other queens use this same material. So I think they're really like, they're just, they're losing ideas. I really liked when in season two, uh, all the queens had to go into the dumpsters behind the fashion district and take whatever they could grab and then put together their outfits. That was more exciting. Uh, <laughs> all right. Apparently, I need to go see season two. Uh, I'm sorry, you but... haven't seen season two? No. As I told you, that I just started watching Drag Race for the first time as of, like, you know, um, when Girl, when was it? Like we have been lockdown? in lockdown for two months. This is our third lockdown. How have you not binged watched all of Drag Race by now? So did you say we've been in lockdown for two months? Because it feels like two years. Exactly. So how have you not, not watched been... all of RuPaul's Drag Race by now? Well, I've gotten through three seasons of Sewing Bee. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm doing anything but watching. I'll just be reminded I if I watch the second season of RuPaul's Drag Race or the third season I'll just be reminded about how I could have been a star if I had just followed the, that producer's email and sent them a video <laughs> yes Tiffany Morgan was sent an audition uh, an opportunity to audition for the original seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race and she didn't do it Tiffany Morgan has been a household name in Kingston, but she could have been worldwide famous 15 years after her season aired. Yeah. <laughs> and and I wouldn't be judged for, for 15 seasons of other queens before me. I would have been an original. <laughs> but, uh, but seriously, no, I did get an email, and uh, um, they probably... I, I didn't have any work visas or something in the state so it wouldn't have happened but you know um, I always tell people if some random stranger sends you an email saying give me a video you do it you do 
That's exactly what we can do. Young kids who should not be listening to this because you're under 18, because we swear, um, listen to those random emails. Just reply to them. Yeah. Old men offering you candy are definitely your friend. Yeah, and if they tell you that they're a producer and they'll make you a winner, um, and if it isn't <laughs> that one contestant <laughs> from Drag Race, then yeah, you do it. Oh my God. Maybe it was, <laughs> maybe that email was from, what's his name? <laughs> oh my goodness. Was it from Sherry Pie? You got an Sherry email Pye, from Sherry you. Pie. Maybe it was an email from Sherry Pie. I have no idea now. Oh, okay, okay. She's going to be right back. Um, I'm just going to expand myself here. Here we go. So you can see my studio where uh, I have all this green screen here. And uh, she's back. She's back. My ambient light was gone. And so I needed to turn on another light. Oh, there we go. Yeah. There we go. Just thinking about video quality for all of you. So, uh, so yeah, we talked about Kidamine. Um, so let's talk about her uh, double, uh, Anita Wiglet. Anita Wiglet. Um, well, actually, I had a nice segue to Maxi Shield, which you broke by talking about your experiences with Drag Race, but that's okay. Okay, so Anita, uh, Anita Shield, because I love that outfit. Anita Shield. No, what? What, <laughs> what is her? Maxi Shield um, made the outfit out of the drag bags. Yeah. So yes. she made this punk rock uh, outfit with like a nice mini skirt and a nice form fitted top, and it was so good. It looked amazing on her, and she showed off her body. Uh, yeah, because uh, uh, there was immediate references to mm-hmm. fashion icon, and I can't remember her name. Cindy Lauper. No, not Cindy Lauper. But it was so Cindy Lauper. That Vivian outfit Westwood. was so Cindy Lauper. Viv- Viv- Vivian, that outfit was Vivian Westwood. Yes, Westwood. but the outfit Vivian. looked like something Cindy Lauper would have worn when performing. Especially the hair. Oh, well, yes, that hair, for sure. Yeah. But it screamed It screamed couture. It couture. screamed couture. Fashion. Which I think Drama. none of the other outfits, none of the other outfits screamed couture. That screamed it, and uh, I think it was. I think her not winning this challenge was a loss to the world. Um. So I don't think that Maxi should have won. I do think she should have been in the top, which she was. Um. But I do agree with the winner of this challenge. I do. So next up, Anita Wiglet. Anita is the one that got red for being not as good. As previous seasons of Drag Race, she made an outfit out of video cassettes and paper. Uh, and pages from books that were bur- uh, burnt, along with painted uh, black. The... They were they were spray painted black. Okay, well they but were. It, it... Mm-hmm. it was fine. It wasn't good. Oh okay. I I I thought it was good. Like I thought it was a lovely like over the uh, like one shoulder sort of thing. It so, had some great movement to it. You you could you, your eyes moved with it. It it seemed to me like a a piece of artwork. Um, so conceptually, I think it was good, um, but she lacked shape. 
So she didn't have any figure. It went straight down from her upper body to her hips, and then yes. it billowed out. It was it was a little unfinished. Like the the patterns that we see at the top did not continue at the bottom, um, and the papers at the bottom were full pa- pages of books just literally stuck on. Where at the top they were curled, they were crunched, they were. It was. It wasn't finished. It didn't look complete, and honestly, I think that the movie strips, the movie strips, did not go with the, the pages. VHS tape, yeah. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Wow. Wow. You put some thought into this. You're I really going did. after Anita. How dare you? Also, <laughs> also, I feel like Anita only has one emotion, and that is happy, and. It, it, I mean, it bothers me. <laughs> Here I am talking about how I hate them being mean, and you're like, I also hate people who are always happy. <laughs> uh, well, hey, it's your truth. <laughs> Show me emotion. I want to see highs and lows. Well, you could, you, hey, you may be hitting the head on the nail there because she's not adding to the drama. You know, Karen from Finance in the one-on-one, she's like, I'm living for this drama. Mm-hmm. Anita Wiglet, probably, yeah, she she's probably that really go happy and doesn't want to get into the shade and the tea. Mm-hmm. Um, and that could be one of the reasons why the producers are like, she's got to go. She's gone. And plus, I mean... We we get an end to that uh, that who is going to stay longer, Ketamine or Anita Wigglet? Yeah, I was waiting for them to lip sync against each other. I thought for sure that that the producers were going to make sure that that happened at some point, uh, yeah. just to for that drama. Uh, and uh, but no, uh, I guess Ketamine is going to be going up against um, Arts Mode at some point or something. Well, maybe Ketamine and Electroshock will lip sync against each other. Employee against boss. Oh yes, yes, there is that. Mm-hmm. There's that. You're right. You're right. So there are multiple angles. The producers were smart when they chose. <laughs> they were. They probably didn't have a lot of people to choose from. No. Um, <laughs> Actually, there are lots of good Australian drag queens and lots of... I don't know many New Zealand drag queens, but there are lots of good Australian drag queens. Um, so next I think up, we're missing one person. Yeah. Yeah. Scarlett Adams. No, we the didn't talk winner. about Electra. Oh, Electra. Uh, yeah, she had some great ties. I, I did... I thought I liked that silhouette. I liked that look. Mm-hmm. Um, Electra Shock. Uh, and I think, like I said earlier, she took notes from her talk with RuPaul and uh, flipped it around and the kudos on her for doing that because that shows yes. that she can take notes and actually do something with it. Agreed. Um, I, I think that her look was good. I, I do think it yeah. was good. Um, but it was not as good as Scarlett Adams. That look uh, looked like it was made for her and I mean it was because she made it but it looked flawless. There was nothing wrong with it. It was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. 
I, I, I didn't, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it. I was okay. quite surprised when the judges were like, oh, you made shorts, you made shorts. Isn't that just like amazing? Well, and it's like, so common for people to do dresses on construction challenges because dresses are easy. Skirts are four pieces of fabric sewn together. It's a very standard shape. Shorts are fitted. They have to have proper seams. They have to have proper shaping. They have to, like, they have to fit you. So you actually have to have some understanding of patterning. That's a very good point. And I learned that through the Great British Sewing Bee. (laughs) There you go. Uh, wow. And a men's vest is very complicated. All right. Uh, so that, that was our stars. And of course, uh, Scarlet won. Um, Scarlet won. I mean, good for her. I agreed. It looked brilliant. I, I thought, uh, I thought Max would have been, I was the better one to be honest. So let's talk about this lipstick. So. Lipstick? What? Lip sync for your life. Oh. oh. Why did they choose a Danny Minogue song for two episodes after the Danny, Danny Minogue Mo- episode? Yeah. Yeah. Why, why did they do that? I don't understand. I it don't made understand no sense either. To me. And when Unless I think back, because, were... well, no, previously it was Art Simone versus Electroshock, and Art Simone went home. And when I think about, like, that song, it was an upbeat, up-tempo pop song. And then they have this song by Danny Minogue. Why wouldn't they have just done the other one? Well, I can only imagine that there must be some sort of licensing agreement or something that when Kylie and Danny are together in a in an episode, n- neither one other songs would be above the other one sort of thing. I'm assuming there must be Maybe. something like that. <laughs> Maybe. But uh, so they played Danny later and hopefully some Kylie even later, like maybe season finale or something like that. I hope so. Know? If they don't play a Kylie Minogue song, I'll be upset. Honestly, if they don't play a Courtney act song, I will be upset. Yes. Yes. Um, um, because that would be a good reference. For drag drag race to do, so the bottom two. Whenever queen... I first, whenever I first hear the name uh, Courtney act, I always think Courtney, uh, as in like whole, <laughs> as in uh, you know uh, wife to like. Oh, what's his name? Um, I yeah, have no anyway. idea who you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. No I'm idea. already forgetting the '90s. I've already forgotten the '90s. Oh my word! Anyway, continue on. <laughs> So the bottom two, <laughs> the bottom two were Anita Wiglet mm-hmm. and uh, some other bitch. Uh, Karen from Finance. We forgot to talk Thank about her. Thank you. We bit. didn't talk about it. That's why I forgot. Karen from Finance um, had a very bad Chappelle Corgi outfit. Some Some pot smoker who tried to go to Bali. I still don't really understand why she's famous, but... Um, they had to lip sync against each other. And I thought Karen was fantastic. Yes. Yes. Karen had the moves. Karen mm-hmm. had the moves. Um, she also just had the and... attitude. It felt really like she felt confident. She felt yeah. poised. And she felt like she knew that she was going to win. 
Uh, yeah, and later on she was saying that she was just full of adrenaline and good mm-hmm. on ya, because, like, you know, adrenaline could do two things. It could make you completely fabulous or... <laughs> or completely delusional. No. <laughs> or completely delusional, which is, you know, two of the best states ever. <laughs> the best states ever. And uh, as the judges agreed with us, and uh, Karen from Finance won the lip sync, and Anita went home. Do you think that this was Anita's time? Again, I I didn't I did not uh, I agreed with Karen being in the bottom. I did agree mm-hmm. with that because uh, she she unfortunately I don't think she went with the brief. I don't think she went with the brief. Um, she she decided to do a character, which is what she's comfortable doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, because she was not comfortable with this with this challenge, so yeah, I understand why she was at the bottom. I, I, Anita Wiglet, I would have chose other people, uh, et cetera, et cetera, other than et cetera, et cetera, being one of them, um, and then seeing how that happened. But I do want to see more of Karen, yeah. uh, you know. So, so as we as we close out the discussion of this week's episode, I want to uh, quickly bring up a point. Um, if you're going to get on RuPaul's Drag Race, like Maxi Shield said, she didn't know how to sew, but when she got on, she took fucking classes. <laughs> oh my gosh. And oh with that, gosh. Rowena out. <laughs> <laughs> so I can I just take two minutes to... Of course. To, of course. To... to Ask your ask your brain. Ask your massive. She knows everything about Drag Race brain. Do you see? Do you see a um, a change kind of in the whole uh, RuPaul's Drag Race world where uh, the drama is going on on camera and off camera now too? Like, it, it, has that always been there, or is it being more uh, mainstream sort of thing? Because there's some epic battles going on on social medias so there's always been drama off camera um social media has definitely grown and like the hate against queens has definitely grown on social media recently um as but it's because rupaul's drag race has become more mainstream and more famous and so it's getting more mainstream hate which is not good um but I, I'm not talking about the audience. I'm talking about even the contestants fighting against each other, mm-hmm. having these these feuds, these outright feuds on social media, like going on. I mean, this, that, there have always I'm like, been I'm like, feuds. Is it now? No, there, there have always been, always feuds, been but... feuds. Okay. Yeah. Um, especially like Tyra Sanchez, massive feuds. Uh, the Vixen, very like. Yes. There, there have been lots of people over the years, I mean, Jasmine Masters, um, who have created this drama and continued it outside. And some are more vocal than others, and so we see it, but there's there's always been drama. And I think there will always be drama when a room full of massive personalities are put together under a stressful situation. Yeah, I didn't know if it was, it was part of a marketing ploy as well, you know? Well, maybe, that's... but probably not. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, anyways, like, yeah, yeah, you, you you get these battles in the back rooms of uh, of pageants. Uh, <laughs> Let yeah. me tell you. 
you get those battles. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's interesting to see it in the open forum now. <laughs> it is. So thank you for watching and listening to What's the Maple Tea. Um, my name is Rowena Way. I am the Queen of Wheat. You should go buy this beer. It's available at spearheadbeer.com. Um, money is going to Canadian Center for uh, Gender and Sexual Diversity. So a good cause. Um, and uh, we are What's the Maple Tea? You can find us on our website, themapletea.ca, Facebook at What's the Maple Tea, and on uh, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Just just yeah. go to themapletea.ca. We have all the links there uh, that you can find us on Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, everywhere. We're, we're mm. everywhere, sweet peas. We're oh, yeah. Everywhere. And go subscribe to our podcast. You can listen to us, and we have special bonus episodes, like the one that will be coming out this coming uh, this coming weekend, where we sit down with Mimiosa, a fellow Kingston drag queen, to discuss the upcoming season two casting of Canada's Drag Race. I'm excited <sighs> to talk about that. Me too. Who's I'm so it? excited Who to reveal that I'm finally on Canada's Drag Race <laughs> season two. I'm finally excited to announce that I'm one of the guest judges because of the many, many, many years of service I have to the service Canadian or <laughs> service to the, the outgoing military members. Yes. <laughs> so All right, tune into my our name podcast. Is Morgan. My name is yep. Rowena Way. And tune you've been listening podcast. to What's the Maple Tea? What's the Maple Tea? What's the Maple Tea? Oh, the maple tea, the maple tea, the maple tea. Yeah, keep doing that. Keep doing that because I don't tea. have the video. You can listen to our that. podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or tune in. Um, I don't know what she's doing right now, but I'm just going to keep I'm talking. I'm trying to get our closing music. Oh. Closing music. Oh, here we, we go. Here we go. Got it. Thank you Got to it. the person who created our music. Woo!